You're listening to Dr. Tony Nader, the podcast, dedicated to exploring the full potential of human physiology and mind with focus on ancient and modern techniques of self-development. Spend some time with Dr. Nader, who is leading the way in the science of consciousness, and begin your journey to better understanding the relationship of mind and body, consciousness, and physiology right now. Dr. Nader visited The Hague, Netherlands, during the week of the 4th International Ayurveda Congress, hosted in Leiden. Students gathered to hear Dr. Nader answer questions on a wide variety of topics. Thank you. Another question. What happens when we die? And what happens when we die in cosmic consciousness or God consciousness? But especially, what happens when we die? <laughs> when we die, on the physical level, the body disintegrates, that we know, of course. On the spiritual, if you like, level, there is the being, the self, which is, you know, never touched by change, never touched by transformation on the surface level. And there is this memory of our reality, of what we are, what we have been through, of our individual state of consciousness, of our soul, if you like to call it, our jiva, our atma in some ways. And this remains as a ripple, a memory in the field of consciousness, and then depends on one's belief, one's religion, one's understanding. There might be different approaches, different thoughts, and different conclusions of what might happen. And so usually this comes part of the realm of belief and the realm of specific systems or religious approaches. From the, you know, Vedic level of understanding of consciousness, it is just a soul, a being that remains alive on a different sphere of existence. And then if that soul still has desires and things to achieve, then comes back to the physical world and becomes reincarnated in a new body and then this body helps to fulfill those desires. Evolution is much faster in a human physiology or a physiology, any physiology, uh, than in a non-physiological state where the being is in a rested state, in a transition kind of state. If one reaches cosmic consciousness, we call this a state of liberation. And in cosmic consciousness, which is CC, then one would have already achieved the highest of development on the level of understanding the self, the being, and then one doesn't have the need to come back. Now, there are descriptions where it is possible to come back. There is possibilities that are open, but usually it doesn't happen because there is no need. It's fully realized and one merges with the absolute one can still have the impression of the self, but the self as absolute, a pure being, and no limitation in it. And if for any reason this has to come back as an enlightened incarnation of kind of a force of nature, then it can come back. But otherwise, it is just completely out of the need to go back and go through life again and go through evolution again. And that's the same for God consciousness and unity consciousness.
If an individual's karma passes from one lifetime to another, what are the subtle levels, mechanisms, and mechanics by which this transfer of karma takes place? The, the karma is part of, you know, the bundle of reality that makes one's own individuality, individual soul or self. It's like the memory of things, you know. It's how is it like, stored, if you want to say, in a physical manner, you know, is it electronic, is it electric, is it magnetic, <laughs> is it weak forces, strong forces, how is it, you know, stored, that is really not on that level, it's, it's beyond, beyond that level, it's on the level of consciousness, on the level of awareness, it's on the level of non-physical reality. Because when the body goes, all the physical goes, but there remains a memory in consciousness. So it's very abstract level of existence. So there is a consciousness which is non-material that exists. Now, the reality, the ultimate reality is that even that which is material is itself consciousness. So it's just a mode of consciousness. Uh, memory within consciousness itself and that is what constitutes the individual reality and the individual reality has within it all of the things the bundle of things that one has gone through in one's lifetime and has accumulated and therefore we hold our own karma it's not that it's sitting somewhere it just comes with us it is sitting here we are our own judge we are our own executioner if you like and our own person who help oneself or create the proper steps of evolution for oneself if we have a good karma. So we play out our own karma, be it a positive karma or a negative karma. And this is because it is all within us. It is not sitting somewhere and there is some computer looking, oh, this has some karma, I should send them something. This has some other karma, I should send them something else. Everyone carries one's own baggage and one's own luggage and one's own weight of karma, be it positive or be it negative. Thank you for tuning into Dr. Tony Nader, the podcast. And if you're interested in learning more from Dr. Nader, please follow him on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube.